Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Your place for entertainment. There are a lot of choices out there of things to watch on streaming services. You know, it's overwhelming, I think. And so I think it's really good to be choosy with what you watch. And we've started to adapt a new thing in my house where if we don't like something, we're moving on. Now, this is difficult if you're like a completionist and you feel like I have to finish I live with this. a completionist. I am not a completionist, so I will I will divorce myself of a show. I love this. No, like it does not take long. I used to be, and now maybe it's my age. I'm looking at my age <clears> and I'm like, how much time do I have left to take vacations? Where I'm going to, going to be choosier with my time, yeah. you know? So we want to hear from you. Uh, 651-641-1071. Is there a show that you dumped? Cause you're like, I don't have time for this. Well, it happened with the Witcher with MC uh, and I. And we uh, watched. We were about to watch season three of The Witcher, That's... which is based on a video game starring Henry Cavill. We both played the video game, so we were in. Like Henry Cavill is so good at the main character that it's like he nails this role. He loved the game. He loved the role until he didn't. So you'd have to basically do something that he doesn't even want to do. So why would you? Uh, exactly. Is that the point you're making? That, the point is, when we found out that Henry Cavill was leaving, probably because he thought he was going to be Superman, but also creative differences, they were going off in a direction where he's like, okay, you know, not really known. We don't really know a lot about the details of that, but um, I'm like, let's watch a recap of season one and two on YouTube. So you can see so if you even can want remember, to do this. Yeah. Right? We watched a video. How long ago was it that you'd watched season one and two? Um, well, let's see. Uh, not that long ago. Oh, okay. It wasn't that long ago. But when so many things, they cram so many you things forget. in a show, you're yeah. like, oh, my God, what even happened? Right. Um, well, we watched this recap and we looked, looked at each other and went, no, we're not doing this. Even the season that Henry Cavill is in, it hasn't even switched over to Liam Hemsworth yet. Yeah. We're not doing it. OK. And I have an audio clip. Of this is just part of it's less than a minute of things that are crammed into just season two in this recap. When you don't want to hear it anymore, tell Mike to stop. Okay. Geralt brings his new ward Siri to the Witcher Fortress Care Morin. While there, Geralt reunites with his fellow Witchers, including his old mentor Vesemir. During their training, Geralt discovers that Siri may have inherited some of her Siri. mother's magical abilities and invites the sorceress Triss Marigold to Care no. Morin okay. to train. I was out at Marigold. That's right. So, <laughs> they in that clip, it's forty nine seconds. You could dip back in at any time and go, who, where, what are they? They so introduce it's just plot twist, million. plot twist, plot twist, too much. Too much. Like, it was a 14-minute thing of that where it's like introducing all... I know it's a fantasy world and you have to have, you know, non-typical names, but you can't keep track. And they do so many things. It was mind-blowing how many things they did in the first two yeah. seasons, which aren't necessary because they're not in the game. Yeah. Plus, they also got rid of a character 
who's super well, important to the story. I won't spoil that, but it's like you didn't need to do that. It it's one of those things where like if the story is good, I'm all in. Like you you want yeah. a world build and give me, you know, uh like my face Brandyfoot, you know, like as yeah. names. Like I I will I will put on the subtitles and watch my way through and try me to too. understand what's going on if episodically you're getting me from point A to point B in a really interesting and, you know, it's a freak way. of the week type show. So we look forward also to the monster magic of it because there's something appealing to me about like, you know, it kind of reminds me of watching Xena Warrior Princess or, you know, it's like it looks kind of it's formulaic. formulaic. Is that what you're saying? So like yes. every every and week, kind of, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a monster and not dirty enough. So it's kind of like keep looking. But actually, when it comes to the monster stuff they do, they really do a great job with effects. So what changed then? What changed is that we realized how much we consumed and how we didn't really like watching it to begin with. Mm. And there's no way we're going to watch season three or four for that matter. We've got uh, Lisa on the phone who's got a series for you. Oh, that she stopped watching. Okay, Lisa, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Well, I hope I don't get hate for this, but Ted Lasso, we had to stop that one. You're not going to get hate because my boyfriend also hated, <laughs> um, hate watched Ted You're going to get hate, and uh, uh, I'm not going to hang up on you because Ted Lasso <laughs> would not hang up on you, Lisa. He would just give you good. a big hug and tell you you should watch again. <laughs> but quite seriously. We tried yeah. three times. We got about five or six episodes into it, and mm-hmm. we just couldn't make ourselves care. Which, uh, we the first... Like there's something it. wrong with us. The first season, <laughs> Lisa, or what? Yeah, the first season. That's so fascinating. But, you know, look, everything is not for everybody, so it's totally right? fine. I know. Something's uh, wrong with us, but I don't know. There's nothing wrong with you. I think when people love something so much, thank you, Lisa, for your call. It's hard to speak up and say that you didn't like it. There's a show, I won't tell you which one because we're not done watching it yet, but I hate every minute of it. Oh, no. It's Why changed you... so much. What show? In the, I'm not going to tell you until I'm done because if I say now, people will say, just wait. Just watch it till the end. Why are you even watching it, though? Well, because um, we do need to finish it. Because you, this one, it's like, yeah, we need to finish it. We need to okay to get through it. There All aren't right. very many, there are only four left for us. And yeah. so we're going to soldier through and then I'll, I'm not trying to be like, ooh, mysterious. I'm just saying, no. I don't want to hear. But doesn't that kind of go against what you just started out saying? It does. And that's why I, I said last night, I can't, are we going to do the rest of this? And he's like, I have yeah. to. And so if he is, I will, whatever. I can't think of the last time we actually quit something because I do, like I said, I do live with a completionist. And a lot of times I'm just like, well, you know, um, oh, wait, I feel like there was one show that we watched an episode and we're like, nope, not doing that. And I can't remember now what it was. But anyway, some you sometimes just got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Yeah. Right. It's true, and it's okay. Speak up. Oh, it's totally okay. If you don't like yeah. something, spend your time it. watching something that brings you joy. And that is our next segment, because boy, don't we have a great story to tell you. Um, that's not very nice, Dawn. <laughs> because when we come back, you're going to tell us all about Kevin Spacey's next project, and I don't think it's something you're going to want to watch. But you'll tell us all about it nonetheless when we come back right here on My Talk One Hundred Seven One. 
my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony. They've been there for over 40 decades. A part of the community. Keeping vehicles in tip-top shape. So if you've got some scheduled maintenance that's overdue, if there's lights going off on your dash, call Tom and his team at Boulevard. They'll get you in. Uh, you can make an appointment online. They'll give you a call, set up a time, get you on the calendar, send you a reminder. Then you'll drop your vehicle off, and there'll be a courtesy car waiting for you if you need one. They've also got a shuttle service upon request. You can get about your day. They'll uh, at some point let you know they've done uh, the work that you brought your vehicle in for, and they'll explain it in terms that you can understand. They're not going to give you a bunch of technical jargon and make you feel like you should have known what was going on with your car. Then you'll pick up your vehicle. It'll be beautiful because they will just run it through the car wash. You're going to love your whole experience with Tom and his team at Boulevard Auto Works. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 107.1 Entertainment Stories Galore. We have one about Kevin Spacey. Uh, We've been talking about how he was found not guilty on nine counts. He was cleared of all nine counts in London, a criminal trial over multiple counts of sexual assault. Four victims, nine counts. That's correct, yes. And we feel like just even though he was cleared, in general, it seems like this is not somebody who we would want to patronize when it comes to their form of entertainment that they're putting out there. Just a personal choice. Well, if by that you mean, you know, whether or not Hollywood would choose to work with Kevin Spacey again, I I, I don't think it would probably be my first choice. But I also know Hollywood. That's just, yeah. And I've been the one saying, Bradley, there's no way anyone's <laughs> going to hire him. And now I have to eat. My hat. Well, it's not Hollywood, though, right? Well, it isn't Hollywood, but it's going to Hollywood. Uh, this is a movie where he is. It's a Britty, a Britty, a Britty, a Britty. It's a British now? indie thriller, and it's a Britty thriller. It's called Control, and I want to. He he plays a part in it that I think is mostly voiceover, which kind of sounds like Night Rider, like he's the sound of the car. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> well, the the. The premise is this. Um, It's about a British home secretary, a woman, and she drives home at night while engaging in a secret love affair with the prime minister. Oh, we knew about this. No. Okay. Well, meanwhile, another man played by Kevin Spacey knows her secret and has been badly affected by it and seeks revenge, plotting to remotely hijack her fully self-driving car and forcing her on a rampage to the streets of London using the car she's trapped in as a deadly weapon. Yeah, this sounds like the like B-movie sort of experience that he has been sort of uh, seconded to since the scandal about uh, all of these, you know, legal Uh, shenanigans became public meaning like he was getting these smaller parts like Mm -hmm. this is not him being like front and center or leading a project it's him sort of doing this i mean also he doesn't have to be on screen so like for the producers they're probably like that's fine we won't have to look at him well well this was all filmed before the trial even took place yeah so the dude who's in charge of it, his uh, his last name is Hamilton. He is actually responsible, just as a side note, he filmed the pilot for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers one time. Um, Great. 
which is great. And I'm sure he's done a lot of other great things. But he says that um, they're going to sell this movie into he has a lot of interest from buyers and territories where social media matters and culture wars are not the top of the agenda. He sold it to Germany, the Middle East, Latin America, Korea. And then he's not disclosing the distributors. This is a U.K. movie. Uh, Tricoast Media is his company. And he says he has a lot of actually people interested in the U.S. Can you. Uh, well, let's put that aside for one moment. Let's go back to the first part of that. You said yeah. uh, such countries as Germany, regions like Latin America. Now, the Middle East, you're yes. going to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. OK. In Germany, for example, now a lot of Germans speak English. Maybe they'll run it in English, but it's probably going to be dubbed, don't you think? Oh, so it's not his voice, is so, what you're saying. So it is won't it be even his spacey? voice? Do you well, know what I mean? Good point. Like, I don't know. I just feel like he's not really selling it. And also, you know, you you brought this up and it sort of implied that perhaps he's going to have like a new career now. This was already done and in the can. There, yeah. This is a guy trying to make some like money off of his name being in headlines five minutes ago and hoping that nobody understands why his name was in headlines. They've been anxiously awaiting to prove that he didn't do any of this. They're like, listen, we knew he was going to be found not guilty. We were right. And we're going forward with putting this film out there. Yeah. As if people are just going to suddenly be like, Oh sure. I feel great about Kevin Spacey again. I'm just saying he looks like he's trying to put lipstick on a pig. (laughs) Well, this is his pig, so, right. He says it's a great movie, a very good uh, script, and well-directed. Kevin Spacey's performance is amazing. I don't know if he appears... As a disembodied voice. He might appear in the film a little bit, and then it's it's after half of its voiceover. So I don't know if he actually appears in the film. But um, the whole part that really struck me was uh, the fact that this person is saying that um basically putting down u.s media saying social media matters and culture wars are not the top of our agenda in other places so okay well so that means that you know these things aren't important he's minimizing the fact that this actor is going through (laughs) lipstick pig yeah he's trying to shame us I would call that gaslighting. Oh, yeah. Into, you know, like, oh, you like. And also, that's a great way to sell a film, right? Mm -hmm. Shame and making me feel bad about myself. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, I love... Yeah, definitely. I'm not interested. Uh, also, he mentioned you have to make... A, by the way, Staff is his name? Staff Hamilton? 
Uh, Staff Hamilton says, you have to make a stand somewhere. I don't know how to support the artists in the SAG strike, but this is a way I found I could support these artists. What? So since it was formed in, it was filmed in London, he said that, you know, a lot of my artists are, you know, might not be able to work in other places. So I'm going to do so. I'm not only am I bringing Kevin Spacey to the world again, but I get to also do another good thing. So do I you mean, think that a U.S. distributor, I think you do think because you've been saying yeah, just like, watch. Yeah, he's I gonna think come back. I, I think eventually the cloud of gross over Kevin Spacey and by cloud of gross, this is not just, you know, like I think people want to write if you haven't been paying attention and if you haven't read into these stories and if you haven't read the testimony of the victims in multiple cases. And by the way, we've been talking about this since the Me Too movement, which began in what, 2017, mm-hmm. right? So this is not new. This is not just like we're talking a little bit about some uncomfortable, like maybe he was just a little handsy and no. sometimes guys get a little handsy. We're talking about a grown man putting himself on top of a 14-year-old teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about a man sexually assaulting, multi- according to the victims, mm-hmm. sexually assaulting them on more than one occasion. Jury didn't believe uh, the victims, fine, but that doesn't mean for those of us who didn't actually do the reading, listen to the victims, and follow the story, that, like, don't try to make me feel bad for having an opinion about this character, <laughs> right. and that I think perhaps you could do better in casting, uh, you know, mm-hmm. someone else. That said, I do think Hollywood does have a very short memory span. And so that too. after that yeah. cloud goes away, because, you know, our attention, Don, and to this guy's point, I guess he's making a valid point in some sense, our attention spans are so small, we're going from one thing to the next, and there will come a time when I think studios and executives make the calculation that enough people have forgotten about why Kevin Spacey was problematic, and then they'll move on from that. And I don't know. I mean, I just think that's... We've seen that time and time again. So I yeah. I think that's, you know, why I say that. It's not because I'm, you know, particularly cynical about the world. It's just, it it happens. Right, right. And apparently he has some other um, movies out there that he's already done that, you know, um, they've been picked up uh, by other distributors. There's uh, one called Peter 5-8. It's a comedy thriller. Is that the one with the werewolf? You know, I'm not sure, but it's operating... Uh, it's operating with a group that is in 62 TV channels and dig- digital platforms across six continents. So, Kevin Spacey's out there working. Good for him. He shouldn't <sighs> be working right now, FYI. All right, when we come back, we have a very special guest. Lady Gaga was in town. Lady Gaga is not joining us, but someone who knows the story is when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Bradley here for my good friends at Your Boat Club. Think about the weekend. Wouldn't you rather be on the water enjoying the beautiful, beautiful Minnesota summer? Of course you would. Well, you can do it with my friends at Your Boat Club. They make it so easy. Head to yourboatclub.com. You can read all about their amazing service. But take my word for it. It's very easy and straightforward. They make it super duper simple to get on the water. You sign up for a membership or you can sign up for single or multi-day boat rentals. You show up get on the water, 
have fun. They take care of the rest. They'll get you on the water in no time. They really will take care of the work. In fact, just this last weekend, we rolled up with Louise. The three of us got on the boat. They gave us a few quick pointers about the lake we were on. We were on Forest Lake. And then it was up to us to just take off, enjoy a beautiful day in the lake. Then we came back and they took care of the rest. Head to yourboatclub.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Ah, moving on from Kevin Spacey, something much nicer and uh, something that happened this weekend that people were just not aware of except for a Star Tribune, Tribune article. Are you okay, girl? <laughs> Sorry. A no, Star Tribune article about. A story just came out uh, yesterday about how some, uh, a famous individual, had dinner in our fair city. And, you know, here in the Twin Cities, we get real excited when famous people pay a visit. And some people might poke fun at that quality we have. I just think it's delightful because, you know, I mean, we're not the most common destination for celebrities. And as people who love to cover and chat about celebrities and gossip, I got real excited when I saw that, indeed, Lady Gaga dined at a classic Minneapolis restaurant over the weekend. And I know this because... Our friend Sharon Jackson over at the Star Tribune wrote a story about it. We're trying to get Sharon on the phone. There's been some technical difficulties, uh, so stand by in that uh, regard. But we can talk a little bit about the story while we're waiting, Dawn. Yes. And um, did you had you seen the story? Um, not until you brought it to my attention, and then I looked at it today. Well, I saw that, in fact, on Sunday evening, apparently, over at Lurcott. Have you been to Lurcott? I have not. Oh, it's it's beautiful. Well, I didn't even. I got to be honest with you. I'd never heard of it. Oh, really? Right. I'm not a Minnesota native. Yeah. And no, we need to get you over to Lurcott. It's all. It's it's a, it's just a beautiful historical landmark, but it's also just a, a a very nice restaurant. I actually, and it's it's kind of one of those places that that people, famous people will show up if they're going to be oh in my town. Gosh, so in they fact, know about it, and I don't. Our very own. Minnesota's beloved prince once was in the private dining room oh. at Lurcott, and I was downstairs with friends, and everybody started like, uh, uh, oh, and I was like, here, "What is, is going here. on? What is going on?" And people oh. were like, "Prince is upstairs. He's going to come down. He's going to come down. Entourage is going to come down. You got to act like nothing's going on. It's no big deal. Just act like normal." And so, sure enough, out from the little door comes really? Prince. Did you see him? Yeah, well, he walked right in front of me because oh we were God. just sitting there. Did you? And grab his hand. <laughs> no! Oh. Because you can't act like you're excited. You might get slapped like Britney. You have to just be like, ah. I know. I Trust me, I'm all about, yeah. Yeah, like, but Not as if the celebrity doesn't know that everybody's staring. Well, such was the case. And uh, such was the case on Sunday when apparently, for no apparent reason, Lady Gaga showed up at Cafe Lurcotte. And oh, it faces Loring Park. I think we might actually have the person who can tell us the story now on the phone. Are you there, Sharon? I'm here. I'm Hi, sorry Sharon. for the difficulty, honey, but thanks for staying with us. Sure. <laughs> All right. So we've kind of set it up for people. You shared the story. Gaga ends up at Lurcott on Sunday night. What do we know? <laughs> Not a lot. Um, what we do know is that she came in with a dining companion. Um, the reservation was not under her name. Uh, she sat in the bar area at a table, kind of in the center of things. Um, she and her dining companion ordered 
salmon, filet mignon, a beet salad. Beet salad. And then they were on their way. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Beet salad. You wrinkled your nose at beet salad. I don't, you know, I eat beets on like Thanksgiving. (laughs) But other than that, I'm not super into beets, but that's okay. I understand the health benefits. (laughs) I feel you on that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, any idea why she was in the Twin Cities, who her companion was? I need to know everything. Um, Everything's really rumor at this point. Um, We like rumors, Sharon. (laughs) Okay. Speculate. You can't do rumors, but we can. Okay, well, um, let's see. I talked to the general manager. He says that no one asked her what she was doing here. Um, I do know that the Loring Park Art Festival was going on earlier that day. Was mm. she there to see art? I don't know. Oh. Um, I also saw that there was a Lady Gaga drag brunch the day before. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Who knows? Um, I did get uh, some emails that she was spotted later at a Spy House coffee shop. She was spotted at a hotel in Wyzetta. So looks like she's just having a nice weekend. I mean, you know, and and, and perhaps she's got some, you know, friend connections we just don't Mm -hmm. know about or whatever that would put her here. And maybe she's done it before. It is just interesting that, like, you know, I can't imagine being, and as I said at the outset, like, you know, it's kind of not all that common for us in the Twin Cities to to have a celebrity pop up. So I understand people just kind of like looking over their shoulder and being like, wait a minute, is that? And then everybody's sort of under their breath like, wait, I think that might be Lady Gaga. And then furiously trying to figure out why the heck would she be here? I am just hoping that she was incognito at the drag brunch and that's why she was here. She heard that be about, awesome? She heard about the drag brunch, that there was a whole drag brunch about her was that like a flip phone thing sharon do you know it was and i did ask the organizer if she stopped by and he said no as far as he knows anyway so oh my god i mean can you imagine (laughs) if you were doing drag you were being lady gaga and she shows up well also my favorite would be that like she shows up and people are like nice try honey (laughs) you're not lady gaga (laughs) and she's like excuse me me. oh my gosh wow (laughs) okay so the other thing sharon and if you guys are just joining us we're clearly um you know hot on the beat of celebrities in town and sharon is joining us from the star tribune um a lot of times whenever a celebrity's in town, I always think, especially if they're in and around like downtown, like, does she have something with Target or something, maybe? Hmm. Oh, good guess. But I guess their headquarters now are pretty much out of downtown, so who knows? I mean, I have heard that before when like Chip and Joanna Gaines are yeah. spotted in town. It's usually because mm. of some sort of Target thing, and they've shown up quite a bit, I think. Well, uh, she probably had some business here. And plus, <laughs> let's just say, since... In her early years of performing, you know, she did play uh, some concert at smaller venues. Maybe she just fell in love with Minneapolis. Yeah, she did the Fine Line. I, that was literally her first concert here was at in Fine 2010? Line. And I saw her there and it was life changing. I mean, she oh. was really at the birth or not the birth, but you know what I mean? It's yes. sort of the like spark right at the beginning of, of her just like mass, mass appeal and you're right. Maybe she went to Lurkot that night and was like, I got to come back here sometime. Oh, Sharon. They do have that great apple mantego salad. I would come back for that. I was going to say, so the thing yeah. you guys might not know about Sharon is, of course, she's covering food for the Star Tribune. And uh, did you have any thoughts or opinions about the food that she ordered? <laughs> 
Um, I, I will agree that I'm not a huge fan of beet salad in general, but um, the the GM did say that those were some of the Lorcat classics. So fried rice and salmon, she, she ordered pretty well. And uh, he also said that they were sharing everything. Okay. Oh, like I'm mm-hmm. sure you love that because your name is Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking, Dawn. I need to go here. This looks absolutely beautiful. Dawn has never been to Lurcott. It comes oh, really? highly recommended. Oh, it just looks it, so opulent and just like you need to go there. It is a classic. It's been there on Loring Park 20 years. It's got chandeliers and the whole thing. It's just, it, it's got a very glamorous feeling mm-hmm. and it looks right at the park. It's definitely a nice, uh, beautiful place to go on a beautiful evening. Oh, wow. Well, Sharon, if you hear anything else, will you please <laughs> keep us up to date? Yeah. And of you can like, well. you can, you know, we do blind items here on the Adventures of yeah. Bradley and Dawn. So if you message. need to we change the names, you. yeah, if you need to use a source, it's fine. You just let us know. Yeah. Meantime, just like look out at those drag brunches and see who might be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Someone you're performing. Just always look to your left and <laughs> who is that? You oh never my know. gosh. Oh. Sharon Jackson from the Star Tribune, thank you so much for calling and chatting about a very, probably the most important thing you'll be talking about this week. Absolutely. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for including us. Sure. All right. Uh, again, if you missed that story, in fact, Lady Gaga was here. We don't really know why and who cares, but it's always fun to have a celebrity in town. Yes. Right? Like you could just, you know, you think about. You're just sitting on University Avenue looking left at an intersection. Oh, oh my God. Is that George Clooney? Yeah. I mean, because it's not an everyday occurrence that we, you know, see celebrities, unless it's the Super Bowl or there's yeah. a big event where they were everywhere. I mean, before you lived in Minneapolis, you were surrounded by celebrities, right? Oh, I was? Mm, I wouldn't say that. No, I'm saying you appreciate, uh, like, being in a place where celebrity is not. That's right. But this is such a big city and it's, you know, it's so beautiful and there's so many great things about it. I can see how a celebrity not expecting how great it is. I mean, everybody I talk to that visits is like, wow, I love it so much. So that's absolutely true. But do you not also I have this experience. I've now been here 30 years in this beautiful state. Nobody comes here. Like nobody in my life, I, I can count on one hand yeah. the number of times my friends and family have come to see me in Minnesota, and I'm fine with that trust. Oh, really? I, <laughs> because I don't I, I love going other places. Oh, you know? sure. Yeah. Uh, but but I think we are a hidden gem. I mm-hmm. think we're a kept secret. So yeah, all my theater friends, I'm like you guys. There's so much move here. Yeah. There's so many opportunities. Be careful though who you say that to, right? Oh. Okay. Well, it's really just a bunch of gays. Is that okay? I mean, I guess it depends. I tell them it's gay-friendly. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> yes. A bunch of gay theater folk that I'm like, this is such a great place, and it's not too far away from home. Anyway, I really try to sell Minneapolis to people. Yeah. And, yeah. One time, when I was doing a community theater play in Springfield, Missouri, Brad Pitt was there. Because well, yeah, he's, he's from, from there. there. He is. He yeah. wasn't born there, but he lived most of his life there. Yeah. And his parents had season tickets. We always knew when they were in the house. Well, we, and we go like, oh, Brad Pitt's parents, but he literally was there. And I'm like, I did not need to know that. Why? Well, you just don't want to. You're like about to go out on stage. Brad Pitt's front center. Oh, all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> like oh my little, God, little. I can't do my job. And then you're like, look in the crowd, scan yeah. in the crowd. Like, where is You got to put it there? out of your mind. Yeah. All right, speaking of uh, putting it out of your mind, put Lady Gaga out of your mind, because when we come back, we have to change topics. We are going to go back to 
a sad story from yesterday, but one that is so full of joy. And that is, I know that seems kind of odd, but it's true. Um, the passing of Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Peewee. Uh, we learned of that yesterday. And since, I've just been struck by how many people have been recounting stories that are just delightful uh, at kind things that he did throughout his life mm-hmm. for people that sort of flew under the radar. We'll share some of those with you when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Can you believe that it is August 1st? I can't believe it's August 1st. The summer's not over, though. Livia wants to help you lose weight if you want to do that. I did the Livia program, and they have a deal going on right now, which is so spectacular. It's called Livia Days, and it's the best deal of the summer. You're going to get 50% off your personalized program when you mention me. Just call them up and say, I heard about this uh, thing. This isn't like a reduced program. This is like the full program that everyone gets. It's personalized attention with registered dietitians and nutritionists. And it's so simple to lose weight with them. I, I just can't even tell you how simple it is. Well, I'm here to tell you it is. And you can take control of your life like I did. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com and say, I heard on my talk that Don McLean said there was 50% off. And they will say, absolutely, come on in and talk to us. So the summer is screeching by, but it's not too late to lose weight with Livia. 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk. 1071, this is your place for entertainment. Entertainment news all the time. Unfortunately, we lost... One of Hollywood's greatest comedians and creatives. Uh, We're talking about Paul Rubens, who is most famous for playing Pee Wee Herman. Uh, And now we're hearing a lot of celebrities talk about how kind he was. Yeah, he really seemed to be a good human. You know, the way people react to you upon your death um, isn't the whole story, but it certainly tells a part of the story. And the part of the story that I think a lot of us didn't realize with Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee-wee, and to me they're synonymous, and so forgive me for just calling him Pee-wee all the time, Mm -hmm. is that uh, he truly was just a good person behind the scenes. And I don't, I honestly have no idea how he had enough time to wish happy birthday to everybody who mattered or meant something to him in his life, because that's apparently what he did, including but not limited to our very own guest from yesterday, Rich Summer, who joined us to talk about the SAG after strike an mm-hmm. actor in Hollywood himself. He posted about how Pee Wee reached out and connected with him and had asked for his birthday. Um, and I'm assuming Aww. it was sort of of the same, the sort of same narrative that I've now seen time and time again. Uh, on the internet, there was a story on one website, too fab to reality or uh, yeah, not reality, a uh, gossip website, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they put together a list of posts from celebrities who reminisced about Paul Rubens, aka Pee Wee, wishing them happy birthday. And he would he would go so far as to like film little videos and send them. And some of the celebrities posted these yesterday. And I want you to just hear one. This is from now. It's a little long. It's like a minute-ish something. But like I thought, maybe we don't have to do the whole thing. But let's just do let's it. Why do not? The whole thing. This is Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman reaching out to in this case Ricky Lake on her birthday. Now this was something he just sent her, mm-hmm. and she has since reposted. Oh. Well, well, well. Ricky Lake, hello. 
That's right. It's me. Television's Paul Rubens, Ricky. I don't have to tell you who I am. I don't have to, and I won't. Because I know that you know me. We saw each other just recently. And we've now known each other for quite some time. Decades, some might say. I might. I just did. Why am I taking the time from my incredibly busy superstar celebrity schedule to make a video for you? I'm going to tell you. I asked the question, and I'm going to tell you the answer. Because I'm crazy. About you. I am so crazy about you. I'm pretty sure you know this. I, I feel like you feel this from me when we're around each other. And if you don't, what is wrong with you? Why don't you? What, you're so unfeeling, Ricky. I want you to know, and here's some digital proof, what I think you already know, but here it is, straight, straight up, right now, with a twist, today. I love you. I'm in awe of you. I adore you. I think you are incredibly talented, beautiful inside and out, smart, sensitive, generous, kind. I just love everything that I know about you. Really, I really do. And I hope that your birthday today is perfect in every way and that this year brings you luck, love, romance, magic, beauty, singing and dancing, laughter, and more than all of those things, fun. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Isn't that the most oh adorable, heartfelt message? Again, he's just sending this to her. This is I'm, just a message for her on her birthday. I got choked up because I thought I was Ricky Lake for a minute. Yeah. And he was telling me. And and think about all the people who wish you happy birthday, myself included, right? Like, think about everybody in your life who wishes you happy birthday. How many people get on that level with you? Mm. To wish you a happy birthday. Even if they just met you a couple of times. I mean, and to think that he's doing this to a lot of people. It's not oh, just yeah. like what he I mean, makes it's part of his his life is he probably daily saying, does birthday messages. Yeah. What I'm saying is like he so rare for somebody to sort of like want to connect with you in a human way on your birthday. It's usually just like an offhanded greeting like, oh, happy birthday. And, you know, you know, like, that's cool. You thought of me and sent me a message. I'm so grateful. Mm -hmm. But this was like next level. And but wait, there's more because it wasn't just Ricky Lake. It was a ton of celebrities. And on this post, you can just go through the list. I mean, yeah. just celebrity after celebrity. Some of them posted some of the videos like this one that he would record and send. But again, each one had a little personalization for that person. It's not like he was doing some like form, you know. It wasn't a cameo <laughs> that no, he just pumped out. Too. That he was like, yeah. here's the bill. It's like cameos, you know. Um, David Hasselhoff reached out and... He said uh, he posted a photo and he said, Paul Rubens was a great, great friend. He gave me the Muppets for my birthday and never forgot anyone's birthday from our class. They were into class together at CalArts, I think. Oh. Um, and he said he never uh, he was always kind to me and to everyone. He will be missed. Um, but up and down the list, people who had a connection with him said very similar things. And that to me, like I said, it's not the whole story of a person, but it's certainly a very important part, especially in a business and an institute or an industry where people don't always provide a genuine connection to yeah, others. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And throughout the day, it looks like he would just not just give that video, but then send them 
silly gifts yeah. all day, yeah. you know, through their phone. Just like he would text. Little, yeah. He didn't always do videos, but yeah, he would absolutely um, interact and connect with these people. And that's why I said at the outset, I don't understand how he had all this time. Because if I took that much time to wish people joy and love that I cared about, I'd be busy for a while. That's so that's true, that's but... especially when you're a working actor in Hollywood or even if he wasn't working, it's still that's a lot. It is a, a lot, lot of effort, man. And just having people reach out just in general, not to get to, you know, Pollyanna here, but there are emails that listeners send to me that are like positive. And I actually when I'm feeling down or I get a negative one, I actually pull up the positive ones and reread them. Oh, that's so just sweet. kindness in general, like going out of your way if you enjoy something to let someone know how much you are delighted by them or whatever. Like let's take this as an example, you know? Yeah. Just like wow, that's such a just a nice quality. It just makes me happy that he was uh, that he was a good person because, again, a lot of times, especially in the world that we live in right now, sure, there are a bunch of negative things you could focus on and a bunch of, you know, controversy and drama and blah, blah, blah. But to, to take a moment and appreciate, you know, the good that someone shared while they were here, that's that's a pretty awesome thing. Yeah, and his legacy now lives on Yeah, in all of this. And maybe it was the perspective, not that he just wasn't. Obviously, from um, uh, David Hasselhoff's perspective, this has gone on forever since he was in school with him. But uh, maybe the perspective of knowing that you have cancer changed him in a way that was like, I'm going to use my time in this way. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's no judgment after someone gets a diagnosis, how they behave. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like he was like that pretty much, you know, consistently, which, and then to continue to be that way following, you know, that sad news. Again, just a testament to um, the kind of human that he was. So those are the kinds of stories, you know, in addition to, I will say, and I don't know about you, but I've spent the fair, a fair amount of the last day or whatever, just like, because people have been posting so many clips of his work over the years and just being tickled and reminded about how, you know, ridiculously hilarious he was. And I'm sure we'll hear more because he was so Yo. creative. We'll dig into, you know, his works and what he accomplished. When we come back, a question for you. Have you ever had a fast food womp womp? What's a fast food womp womp? You know, you open that package and you're like, is that what I ordered? What is that? One guy did that, and now he's suing the fast food place. We'll tell you all about it, and you can share your thoughts when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1.